So I want to start these investment interviews by speaking with Polina Kodjavko of Blue Bay Asset Management. They are one of the managers in the Strategic Income Fund. Polina, thanks very much for joining me today. Now, you've been appointed to manage a portion of our Strategic Income Fund for about 12 months. Actually, that's probably been quite an attractive investment period for, for your asset class. What's been the main drivers to that performance? Looking at the performance over the last 12 months, I would identify two key drivers of strong performance of emerging market corporate debt. First is the top-down driver. We have seen accommodative stance from the Federal Reserve, which means that the lower for longer yield environment is likely to remain. Given that emerging market credit remains the highest yielding asset class within fixed income instruments, they're likely to be the beneficiary of the lower yield environment. The second is bottom-up driven. Emerging market companies have entered the stage of balance sheet repair. We believe that we have seen the spike in default cycle this year and going forward are likely to see lower defaults and lower leverage. That should translate in stronger performance for emerging market corporate debt going forward. That's really interesting. There's a couple of things I wanted to pick up on there. Firstly, you talked about a peak in default rates. Defaults are obviously when companies are unable to meet their interest payments. But what leads you to conclude that default rates have peaked? Over the last four years, emerging markets have seen a number of headwinds, namely lower commodity prices, lower Chinese growth, and uncertainty on the monetary policy. We have seen a number of those factors being addressed as risk factors this year. However, this in itself has made emerging market companies focusing on the stage of deleveraging their balance sheet. For me, it's a very exciting time because for the first time in 18 years, I am seeing state-owned companies that are focusing on cost efficiency, debt reduction. As a credit investor, that is the ultimate emerging market Goldilocks scenario. So what you're seeing is companies actually making the structure of their capital structure more attractive to you as a bond investor, which is creating a greater opportunity set for you. Absolutely. It's important to note that historically, emerging market state-owned companies that have usually been national champions supported by the government were never in a position to improve the efficiency of their capital structure. But in fact, it's the recent correction in the commodity prices that made emerging market companies that are state-owned focus on efficiency. And going forward, as an investor, you're benefiting from both state support, strong domestic position, and the focus on deleveraging. And what would be a good example of a company that's, that's benefited from that? Let's take a company like Petrobras. Petrobras is a state-owned national oil company of Brazil. Only a few years back, Petrobras was rated investment grade and had very low leverage. But recent correction in the commodity prices have increased the leverage of the company and put it under financial strain. In the beginning of this year, we have seen a radical shift in the management of the company where the new management is a lot more market-focused and 
has prepared a strategy for the next two years with a key focus on deleveraging, taking the company back to investment grade. If the management is successful in executing its strategy, we're likely to see mid-teens returns in Petrobras bonds over the next couple of years, which we, as credit investors, find very attractive. For a client reading about an opportunity with a company like Petrobras, there is obviously the political backdrop in, in, in Brazil. How do you make sure you can take account of that so your investment thesis is not being undermined by the political or macroeconomic environment? It's a very interesting question. We feel that the political risk in emerging markets over the next two years will actually be lower than political risk in the developed world. Why do we believe that? Over the last couple of years, we have seen main emerging market countries going through elections and change in government. Brazil was one of them. Countries like Brazil, South Africa, Turkey, Colombia have all gone through a regime change. Whereas if you look at developed world, over the next 12 months, we expect a stronger pipeline when it comes to general elections coming from developed markets, be it US in a month's time or France, Germany and Netherlands next year. Generally, political risk is present in both emerging and developed markets, but it becomes more acute when we go through the election cycle. That's why we feel that going forward, political risk is important, but actually we believe emerging markets are unlikely to be at the epicenter of political risks over the next 12 months. That's really fascinating. Um, everybody thinks that developing economies are more risky, but actually I think if you look at the volatility of the sector, it is equal or just maybe marginally more than US Treasuries or US investment grade. Is that correct? Absolutely. We feel that political risk increases depending where you are in the credit cycle. Given that emerging markets are entering the new stage of the credit cycle, where we expect to see further deleveraging and relatively calm environment on the political front, by default, we expect political risk not to be the main driver of performance. Polina, we could talk about this all day, but I'm afraid that's all we've got time for. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you. Any views and opinions expressed are solely those of the individuals and are subject to change. Where individual securities are mentioned, they do not necessarily represent a specific portfolio holding and do not constitute a recommendation to purchase or sell. Please be aware that past performance is not indicative of future performance. The value of an investment may fall as well as rise and you may get back less than you invested. Returns on equities cannot be guaranteed. Equities do not provide the security of capital characteristic of a deposit with a bank or building society.